What up, y'all? It's the Goblin Beat. It's a Goblins Gaming Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're playing the Spelljammer campaign. It's like uh, Seeds of something. I can't even remember the name. Zarax, I don't know. What is it? Light of Zarax's Seeds. Oh, I thought it was... <laughs> you're, thinking of, you're thinking of the astral seeds that landed on your planet. See, I was going to get the Zarax's part right, which was the part I thought I was going to get wrong, and I got the seed part wrong because it was supposed to be light. Anyway, Light of Zaraxxus, Seed of Zaraxxus, maybe that's his son, we don't know. We haven't finished the campaign yet, so we'll figure it out when we get there. Maybe the anyway, seeds will. need light to grow. Yeah, the seeds do need light to grow. Magical evil light, apparently. Oh, man. Yeah, you know. I hate magical evil light. Mm-hmm. Never Me works too. out well. I'm... Matt, I am playing Dong Dong. I am the Path of the Beast Barbarian, now level 7, duly minted. I'm plasmoid, so I'm gooey and, uh, you know, yeah, just like amorphous. I just think like if uh, like a symbiote yeah, could stand on its own, you know, that's I'm a sack of water. So anyway, uh, I like to claw things. Uh, been using my tail here lately for the AC bonus, uh, which has been nice. So it's actually actually been fun. The last fight we had was um, I felt like a honest to god barbarian, so that was that was real good. Hey, so anyway, yeah. So we got everybody with us tonight. I believe we got Brandon who's playing Brax Tumbelo, uh, who is yeah. a uh, a dwarven cleric, which, uh, which Twilight cleric, Twilight cleric, yeah. Oh hey, what's up? Hey, what's, what's up? up? What's up, Sterling? Um, so yeah, Twilight cleric who uh, now has a sh- a repulsor shield or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and we've we figured out maybe a special move we might use for that later on. We're going to try it. Well, at least try it. We might find out. We'll see. Jesse's here. He uh, is joining us again tonight. He missed the big battle last time. He's probably pretty sad mm-hmm. about that. I am very um, sad about that. Playing Colonel Mustarde, the GIF, yeah. not a GIF, not a GIF, um, but a gift. Yeah, he's a GIF. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that's just Jesse in general, right? Yeah, he's a big game hunter. So, yeah, um, yeah we sent him away last time. He came back with all of the uh, expansions for Catan. Good game. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So happy to be here for mm. the 30 dad jokes in the first three minutes of the session. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those those gifts were just for you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I feel never, special. Never look a gift hippo in the in the mouth. Yeah, they're violent. No. Or is it just those mouths are look pretty scary. Yeah. In the mouth. Or just don't look on them at all. Don't yeah, that way. Yeah, those, they'll bite a hole in you. Alan's don't here. He's playing uh, Miller Time, who's a uh, monkey monk. Um, I refuse to learn the name of his race. Um, so he's a monkey monk. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's if, it's, if that's what you want to call it. I guess I should remember. It's kind of like Hadouken, Hadouzi. <laughs> so, so that should be. Anyway, some Ryan Kin moments. He, he's a doozy. I remember he had a doozy. 
that's another that's another mnemonic device okay <laughs> so yeah uh, and then we got torx fizzle stick uh the auto name artificer john playing him and his assorted friends who do different things we've, uh, we've been having a lot of rafe lately which is fine i don't i don't mind having rafe i feel like rafe is pretty cool uh and that's ember sets things on fire and we're kind of on a wooden ship and uh yeah, You've never met Pete I, yet. I don't, I don't think we've ever, as I was to say, I don't think we've ever met Pete. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, he's been he's been rafing, um, rafing around. Does that involve yeah. glow sticks? Uh, somewhat fizzle, fizzle sticks. stick anyway. Yeah, glow sticks. Yeah, and Danny's that's here. My, that's my next infusion. Yeah, yeah. Glow sticks. He, uh, Danny survived eye surgery today. Um, so well, you know, we're glad to have a few days ago, but last week, yeah. I mean, that's a thing for him. A couple days ago, whatever. I thought it was today, I guess I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Um, so anyway, so we're glad that he survived that. He has the eyeball thing, so uh, it's all good in the hood. All right, so last time we survived, uh, retaking the pirate ship, which we then abandoned because it was awful. Um, and then brought aboard a deposed princess who's maybe gonna help us I think kind of rat it's not princess zelda yeah princess zadali oh zadali yes yes so over the last few sessions um you have not only um gotten a crew or, or gotten a ship i should say um which is the second wind you've uh, also amassed quite a rogues gallery of npcs on board here um not the least of which is starbow the treant who finally woke back up um we've also got flinch he's like the the first mate he's also hadozi uh, you've got commodore crux he's another gif and he is uh He's temporarily not the captain because he's letting uh, Colonel Muster be the captain because you've also you've got a couple of vampire shipmates that are kind of helping out swabbing the deck and that sort of thing. Uh, and they're on top of that, yeah, yeah. And on top of that, you've got Grimson Garganhell, the uh, vampire. He was like a, a admiral, basically, of his own fleet of pirate ships, but now he's just kind of a captain with no ship. You've got his possible, possibly clingy ex-girlfriend, Topola, the wizard, who's, uh, she's actually been taking turns driving the ship with Torx some, so he hasn't been having to do it all by himself. So that's probably been helpful. And now you have Princess Zadali, who uh, may or may not be the uh, rightful heir to the throne of Zaraxxus, and uh, says she's willing to help you guys. Uh, stop her brother, who is the one she claims sent the siege to destroy your home slash favorite vacation slash favorite big game hunting planet. Is anybody else starting to feel like this is like a Final Fantasy game? Yeah, I was feeling <laughs> that too, but I was just enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, it's not a problem. Just we're on a flying ship. There's a whole bunch of us. Really, only some of us can play at a time. Uh, Somehow you uh, come across a princess that is going to support you and overthrowing whatever. Yeah, like if she starts summoning like mythical creatures to fight, 
Um, that's 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 gonna be it. That's gonna be awesome. Be, it'll, it'll be epic. epic. I'm yeah. about to lose some nerd cred, but I've never played any of the Final Fantasy games. You should stop playing right now. Start with Final Fantasy One, and work our way up to Seven. Stop at Seven. Don't go past that. I mean, like I've seen other people play. You can play on your phone. To, like, you can play it right now. Or whatever. Right well, now. All right, I'm going to be that player then. No. I'm <laughs> well, yeah, we already got Brandon for that. Never mind. Oh, whoa! Barb's coming in hot. Okay. All right. So the ship is uh, is uh, being prepared to to leave. You know, you're going towards Doom Space. Um, so Topola can kind of start head doing that for you guys, unless Torx wants to do it. But you also have a literal boatload of NPCs you can talk to and uh, communicate with. And uh, you think it's going to take about three weeks to get to Doom Space from where you are now, according to Topolis. So you're going to have to transition to the Astral Sea and travel oh. through the Astral Sea to get to the Doom Space Wild Space system. All right. <clears throat> so that has to happen. Doom um, Space. Yeah, does anybody want to uh, talk to... Let's just kind of go down from most recent. Does anyone want to speak with the, with Princess Zedali to uh, get any more information from her? I think that's what John was going to do. Yeah, I was going to try to learn more about the Empire and some of the, uh, the machinations uh, of the royal family. Probably okay. not enough time to like learn Elven astral Elven language from her, but okay, I just want to try and learn some stuff about about, about what's going on. All right, so do you, you guys have already you're already starting to tell her what your reason for being out here is, right? You're wanting to deal with this stuff on your planet. Yeah, uh, and uh, we feel like some of her. Uh, I mean, I guess if she's on the outs, she probably won't mind that we're wanting to bring some of, of uh, her people to justice. All right. Um, yeah. You, so she says, actually, we both want the same thing. Revenge. Uh, my father is lying on his deathbed right now, and my scheming brother, Zeleth, X-E-L-E-T-H, denies me my birthright. He seized control of my father's navy, banished me from court, and left me in the clutches of his sycophants. He orchestrated the attack on your world, bombarding it with astral seeds, harvested from Xeraxis, our dying star. Once those crystalline vines have drained the energy from your world, they will discharge that energy in a beam of light back to Xeraxis, our star, and replenishing it, replenishing that star. Uh, Zeleth instructed his minions to deposit me on your world so that, as I died, my energy could contribute back to the light of Xeraxis. Fortunately for me, my ship was disabled and bombarded by vampires. She gestures towards uh, Garganhel. Uh, if you can help me become Empress, I will undo the damage Zeleth has already caused your world. Uh, I guess I would ask her, why did they choose our world? If there's many, many planets, many stars, why did he choose an inhabited planet to drain? 
uh, my understanding, um, and I don't know all of it, but I think there was a uh, a uh, creature, a what do they call it? Starts with an R. Um, you know, they're octopus. They're they're descended from some sort of octopoid type creatures. Rygar. Yes, Rygar? there's a Rygar who who oh, told them that who who told them about that particular That's a classic game. You guys, of course, realize that that must be the, uh, the guy you, thought you dealt with who attacked your ship. Yes, we killed I him. I pop in because I'm just like walking around and two bits of the conversation. I uh, we killed that guy. How do you intend if you're going to help us save our planet? How do you intend to save yours? Because Zaraxxus will still die. Oh, the star! I will. I will. Oh, my people are mostly spacefaring anyway. The, the majority of us live on a a uh, floating uh, station in, in the in Doom Space. We'll just. I'll move us somewhere where we don't have to maintain it in such a way any longer. It makes me. no sense to, to keep a dying star going when we could just move to one that's still has life of its own. Okay. So he, he just likes killing planets. Or he just has a thing for Therixis. It's a yeah, it's a it's a tradition that has been going on in our empire for far too long. It takes it takes far too many resources to keep a keep the star going. All right. Um, let's see. So what we're going to do is, so you have three weeks. Um, so you can, what you can do is you can each, well, cut through each of you and you could pick one of the characters and you can either learn something from them, like, um, about, you know, about what's going on plot wise or background wise. Um, you can learn a skill. You could try to learn, you know, learn a language, um, um, you know, proficiency with a tool or or a, a, a you know, something like that. Um, so we'll just kind of go through. John, you said you wanted to speak with her, right? So do you want to try to learn Elvin as well? Yeah, yeah, that that would be helpful if there's enough time to do that. Okay. Well, since you're an automaton, maybe there is. You just ask her to tell you to speak to you only in Elven and, and help explain things as you go. So it, the conversation takes a lot longer than it would have in common, but uh, might help you out. As okay, far as learning the language. And it's just normal Elven. It's not like astral Elven or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just counts as Elven. Elven. You you'll learn the Zerixian dialect, but uh, so you'll you'll have that that. Uh, You'll sound like a Zerixian elf when you speak, kind of thing, and you know, like you learned it from them. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So make me um, an intelligence check. How about that? Okay. Intelligence. Nineteen. That's pretty good. And uh, I can add a D four to that if I need to. A D four or just a plus four? Uh, I can. It's built for success, so it's a D four. Uh, I got you. Now I think that's pretty good. So here, uh, she t- teaches you the language uh, over the three plus weeks. But 
you also get a lot of information. I'm just going to spill it out to you. And uh, if you need me to go back and repeat something later on, just let me know. Sure. All right. So she tells you, uh, as as your conversations go along over the course of the few weeks, mostly uh, up on the ship itself, um, uh, she gives you a lot of information. Um, so, but But first, Topola takes you guys into the Astral Sea. When she does that, the colors of wild space grow muted, fading into a deepening silver haze, and soon your ship is immersed in the starry silver clouds of the Astral Sea. Mm. So it's a, it's a completely cruise. different experience. There's a few interesting things in the Astral Sea, one of which is you don't need, I believe you don't need food, and also no one ages here. So you, no matter how long you stay here, you, your body will not age. So, uh, I'm like, a suspension. Let me just move here. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Entropy has been paused. Fascinating. Yes. This is the best dream ever. Oh, yeah, you still think you're dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so she tells you that she and her brother Zeleth were meant to share the throne upon the death of the, their father, Emperor Zavon, X-A-V-A-N. Uh, the death and funeral of the emperor are the final stages of his ascension to godhood. Uh, his dying wish was that he become one with the light of Xeraxis when the star is at its brightest. That wish prompted Zealot's attack on y'all's world, basically, so that he could uh, empower it and then uh, let, his brother, let his father you know, achieve his godhood. Um, <clears throat> she tells you the only way to save the planet is to destroy the actual star itself, Xeraxis. Uh, and if the star dies, those crystal vines that are on the world, you know, that are burst up through the ground, those will die as well. Um, the only way to destroy the star is by performing a ritual at the astral font in the Temple of Light uh, located in the Imperial Fortress. Um, it has to be a member of the Imperial family to do it, like a, a blood member. Of the imperial family okay that's her and i then, guess right yeah and she is yeah she is one of those the imperial right. fortress Perf sorry performing a ritual at you said it was the font of what it's the astral font. font in the temple of light and then the imperial fortress uh is should it be just orbiting the star until the emperor ascends to godhood after that the fortress will return to the astral sea where it spends most of its time okay <clears throat> so you learn all of that uh, and a good bit of elven because she's wordy <laughs> <laughs> well it's right. sea, so therefore so isn't the star like a big focal of their entire religion race or whatever it of their whole empire it is i mean it's you know it's the star where their you know their original home world you know orbited that uh thousands of years ago but for the most part they all live in like uh floating fortresses in the astral sea these days and they just come back for special rituals and stuff to zurich's space so she's down with destroying her entire culture's belief system yeah, and their star. That's what she tells you, yeah, is that uh, she's willing to do that to basically to crush her brother 
and make a fool out of him and uh, be able to you know, then take the throne for herself. And I like look at her at some point, uh, I guess, and just like I guess I'm I'm assuming now I get that we are told what um, um he is told. Torx uh, will probably yeah. tell you. I guess we'll probably tell you about it like uh, in the evenings or something when you guys are all yeah. connecting. Well, we can we can do that. At, can do, okay, we can do that at the end. Let's let's go through and have you guys all got it. Uh, see what you're going to do for the three weeks first. All right. Um, anybody want to go next? Have, know what they want to do? Who they want to talk to? I don't know who I want to talk to, but I know that I'd like to train my sleight of hand. Uh, I want to talk to Flinch. All right. If you want to trade, train in your flight of sleight of hand, you probably think Garganhill is the guy for you. Yeah. Spend some time with Garganhill, the vampire. Uh, yeah. Who who better than a vampire at captain to show you sleight of hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all right. He teaches you all about the pirate code. Wait, wait, wait. Who better than a one-handed That's right. fine pirate captain to teach you sleight of hand? He can teach you. He can literally teach you sleight of hand using <laughs> his disembodied hand. Yeah. That's right. Because he doesn't when, get to use hands. In his sense, uh, so. his disembodied hand, yeah, can can act of its own accord. So he can like show you all the things it can do. So. Mostly, it's like, is this your card? <laughs> he spends a lot of time showing you how to like uh, undo a bra one-handed. You know, at first until he realizes that, that yeah, you're interested yeah. in more than just that key skill. Uh, plus, Topola gets tired of it. Uh, <laughs> no, is that not okay? All right. I, well, I don't even think I'm she a, was probably wearing a bra. Because <laughs> I'm a Hadozi, I can do that with my tail. She's not know? okay with that either. Oh boy! All right, <laughs> just skip over me. I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> skip over you. All right. Uh, so yeah, he he teaches you all about uh, the pirate code at the same time. So the whole don't eat each other, no singing uh, hymns, and uh, you know how important it is to maroon somebody if they uh, don't do their duty, that kind of thing, and uh, all about how you shouldn't fight on the ship. You wait until you get off the ship, and then you kill each other. You know. The important things about being a pirate, uh, but make me a, um, I guess a dexterity check. Okay. On luck, be a lady. Not a saving throw, right? But actually, just click on dexterity, the dexterity button. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Twelve. All right. It takes it takes you some time, and he laughs at you a lot, but you eventually get it. So you can check the uh, check off slot of hand. Awesome. This being, uh, being a skill that you know now. I'll be your dancing monkey if you're going to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> can I record that and use it later? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, it is recorded, so. Why yeah. Not? Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Who would like to go next? There is still uh, Topola, Commodore Crux, uh, I'll talk Flinch. Can I talk to Flinch? All right. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk to Flinch about? You know, just uh, building a rapport, um, brothers in arms, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But just kind of getting a feel from where he's from and. Uh, what he's going toward. 
All right, he's willing to talk to you, but only if you help him out with all the stuff to do with keeping up the ship while you talk about it. I don't mind. I'll keep myself busy. All right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he tells you he tells you about like uh, his uh, his clan of Hadozi were uh, originally uh, held captive by a this like evil wizard who like mm-hmm. forced them to work for him, and uh, you know they when he was still but a but a young monkey, they all were able to escape, and uh, some adventures came. Oh, man, and... That's the worst. What escaping? No, just having to deal with all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The escaping part was better. You know, some adventurers came and they like you know killed the wizard and took all of his stuff and uh, let us go free. And uh, a few years later, I, I uh, met Commodore Crux and I've been uh, helping him and all of his various exploits and adventures mostly ever since. Um. Hasn't been a bad life. It hasn't been an easy life, but it hasn't been bad. No. Uh, give me a wisdom check. Oh man, you're gonna need to roll stuff. Just straight wisdom. Yeah. Straight up now, wisdom. A twelve. Okay, um, almost against your will, you gain proficiency in space vehicles. Hey, over the three weeks, I'll of, take uh, that. Helping him. All right, Jesse. I know you want to hang out with Commodore Crux the whole time. I mean, or do you want to talk to somebody else? That's my, my boy, and all. I mean, there's no real proficiency or language or anything I really think I could pick up mm-hmm. or work on rather, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when you go to talk to him, um, he's, uh, he's like sulking down in the dregs of the ship by himself, looking all sad and dispirited and stuff. All right. What seems to be bothering you there, Commodore? Oh, 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 well, you noticed I was sad, I guess. Well, you know, the vampires made me start thinking about old times and stupid Xerixians ruined my life. And so, you know, I don't know if I told you, I told you I don't like the Xerixians, right? And that's why I was willing to help you guys. Um, so... A long, long, long time ago, I actually tried to destroy the Imperial Fortress in the, in the Astral Sea. But um, my fleet was routed, and the Elven Armada crushed us. And My flagship was one of only a handful that actually escaped. Um, it was really, really messed up. That Prince Zealoth guy that uh, the princess was talking about, He's got this like solar dragon that he rides around on and it almost destroyed my ship here. It hasn't ever been the same since. Um, lost a lot of my lot of friends and comrades that day. So I just hate the stupid Xerixian Empire. So are you uh, 
not willing to go up against them again? Is that what you're saying? Or just bad memories? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't don't not want them to die. I just you know, it's depressing to think about. Of course. Yeah, we've so all you can lost try. comrades. Yeah. All right. If you want to um, give him, give me a persuasion check, uh, and or uh, try and just like convince him, just like talk to him and try and convince him to buck up. You can. Uh, yeah, with my minus one persuasion. All right. Well, I mean, if you if you uh, if you talk to him, I'll give you advantage on it. Oh yay! Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk to him. Um. I'll try to booze him up a little bit first. Just That's to get easy. Him to, yeah. Get him to relax and have him share some other war stories first and then talk about how great it would be for us to charge back into the battle and take that asshole down on his solar dragon, mount that solar dragon's head on the, the uh, bow of the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Revenge. Yeah. All right, so give me give me a persuasion check with an advantage. Oh boy, seventeen. Seventeen is <laughs> is plenty good enough. He's uh, he's like hell yeah, we should do that. You know what? Now that we're really gonna do this, I've got an old buddy. You'd like him. His name is uh, Warwick. He's uh, he's actually in in Doom Space. Uh, he's still trying to get a coalition together and crush those damned astral elves. Maybe we should talk to him first to see if he's got any help. Sounds like our kind of people. Yeah. And exactly what we need. All right, well, so so here's the deal. I heard from him recently, so Warwick Blastemoff is his name. He's uh, Major Warwick Blastemoff, obviously. Oh, of course. I was about to ask what's Warwick's title. What's his rank? Yeah. Rank. Yeah. What's no his gift, rank? No gift worth knowing doesn't have a rank, obviously. I know. I uh, can't speak to someone beneath us. Right. Unbecoming of an officer. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Warwick and I, we, we were communicating. We had some sending stones. You ever had those? They're like uh, Star Trek communicators, but they're magic rocks. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, of yep. course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I lost mine on the Rock of Brawl a while back, right before I met you guys. Mm. I was I was a little drunk most of the time when you guys met me. Anyway, uh, was a... so uh, Warwick, he's in Doom Space right now on the moon Arun. There's two U's in that A R U U N. If you go to Arun, A-R-U-N, it's totally different, and you will die. You want to go to the one with two U's. Right. And if you go to the Good one to with, with O's, I think you get VD. <laughs> Just heads up. Heads up. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, if we go to Arun with two U's... Uh, he was he was there trying to uh, recruit some uh, those talking plant guys, you know those talking plants, to join the coalition and help us destroy the uh, the astral elf bastards. Bully. 
So we could probably use that that orrery thing that Topola gave us to uh, to go straight to it. No, oh, that I think that's a great idea. All right. Um, so then, then you guys just drink uh, continuously for the rest of the three weeks, <laughs> unless there's anything else you had to do. Pirate code. Yeah, Speaking um, of, a word from our sponsors. Now, have you guys tried this uh, cyan uh, tropical? Uh, I think it's a tropical IPA. It's fr- it's brewed in Carrollton, actually. It has uh, tropical in it. No, Frencher's <laughs> Ale. I'm in the middle of Tennessee, Georgia. There's nothing tropical here. Well, that sounds. I mean, this sounds like Tropicalia a little bit. Yeah, it's like, a West Coast citrus. Yeah, that that's it. Huh. It's got that sort of thing going for it. Exactly. It, I'd say it's as good. Yeah, if it's as good What's as Tropicalia, Creature Comforts. What's no, the brewery, Alan? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's so, the brewery, Alan? Uh, so the brewery is Printer's Ale Manufacturing Company in Carrollton, Georgia. So it used to be an actual print print shop. They did a lot of like huh. I don't know kind of printing from like like circa early 1900s and then they they took right. over the whole building and made it a brewery nice that is cool all right i want printers. you to make i need you to make me a constitution save jesse uh with advantage of course no advantage no. oh great Nineteen. A nineteen. You guys drink so much booze that your your gift body uh ah. changes and, and adapts and uh you now have advantage on saving throws versus poison. Ooh. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> nice bonus. There you go. I like it. All right. Uh who has not talked to someone yet? I think uh Matt, are you the only one? Uh, Maybe. Miller time yeah. talked to anybody yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the sleight of hand. You, talk, you did this. Oh, you talked to Garganhell. Yeah, I think yep. Matt, you're the only one left. You got Topola or. Uh, well, here, Topola. Here's the thing. Here, I mean, I've been thinking about this whole time. Mm-hmm. I haven't come up with a solution yet. Mm-hmm. Dong Dong is only interested in killing and conquering. Mm-hmm. And none of these people really seem about that. Except Argan for maybe. Hill, yeah, he's about killing. Grimzod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the only person I can think of who I'd want to talk to about well, killing and conquering. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in the concept of an army of, of vampires to roam from world to world, uh, putting it to heel. Um, installing, yeah. you know, a ruler and then moving on. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you can, then you could probably talk to Gargan Hell about that. Uh, but I'm not sure what that's going to net me is the thing, but you know what I mean? Topola, Topola's probably read books about that or got books about, about, uh, uh, you know, world spanning empires. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I try to form a like a um a, a very masculine mouth hole for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what does um, that look like? 
can you can you are you gonna try to make it have a beard or something <laughs> like what? yeah yeah well it's no. very distinguished grimzed obviously doesn't mouth. have a beard very um, pronounced chin formation but you know just like you know <clears throat> just a huge chin that's with a fist on it <laughs> yeah. like, you know, a, a butt chin you know, deep, and, a deep, left. and a deep voice you know yeah um pardon me uh miss topola uh, yes. It occurs to me that I am certainly good at killing and conquering, especially when it comes to the planet of my origin, but I feel like I have run into a, uh, I don't know, a metaphorical wall when it comes to conquering in the greater universe seems to me that Mm. you are the most learned and wise person on this ship perhaps Mm -hmm. you have run across some dusty tome or another that would give you the knowledge that could uh, help me learn how to become a leader of of not just uh plasmoids but of all creatures to 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 rule planets with an iron Globule. Um, fist. Pseudopod. Pseudopod. <laughs> would, would that be something you would be interested in, 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 in teaching me? Maybe. I can make myself look like Grimzog. <laughs> she says, well, I don't, I don't think looking like Grimzog is necessary to, uh, to conquer planetary systems. Um, oh, I just meant to endear myself to you so that you would be more likely to help me. Oh, well, I mean, you already killed uh, the giant freaking space shark for me. I think, uh, you know, I like you well enough. Indeed, we have dozens of stakes in the hold. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, you know, I've never um, subjugated a planet myself, a couple of asteroids. Um, oh, that's sad. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but my th- my thoughts on it are, um, you know, there's there's actually there's I have a book uh, on that subject. Uh, uh, it is unfortunate. <clears throat> Dong Dong does not know how to read. Oh, well, <laughs> well, maybe I could just read you uh, pertinent passages out of it, and we could discuss, you know, how you could apply that to your particular conquering style. Uh, there's an old plasmoid saying that is um, give a plasmoid a plasm fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a plasmoid how to catch a plasm fish you eat for a lifetime. Perhaps you could in addition to schooling me on this uh, subject perhaps teach me how to like pudding? How to read in, in in the most in whatever dialect is most uh, widespread. Common? Yeah, it's common throughout the universe. Um, it may even be called common. I'm not sure. I believe it is called common. Yes, uh, we commonly call it that. Dong Dong would call it common. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, so she uh, she has this. Uh, 
pouch that uh, like lets her reach through it and pull a book off of her shelf back in her uh, her wizard tower, back at her house. Uh, mm, she wow, pulls this book impressive. and she she has to, she has to tell you the title obviously because you can't read it. Uh, she says this book is titled uh, "How to Make Friends and Conquer People." Ooh, Dong Dong does need help with the friends part. Well, yeah. Uh, if you the subtext is that you're not really making friends with them, you, they just think you're your, you're their friend, um, so it makes them easier to conquer. Insidious. Yes. Uh, uh, but sure, I'd, I'd be happy to, to read some passages for you, and uh, and uh, even let you read along from time to time. Excellent. Dong Dong will learn how to read the common. And conquer. We'll have to do that while... And make friends. We'll have to only... And conquer the common. <laughs> we'll have to uh, do that mostly while Torx is taking his turn running the ship because it, it's hard for me to, to read and teach you while I'm running the ship, obviously. So. Torx! 80% on! 20% off! Understood? <laughs> Dog Dog <laughs> needs to learn how to read and conquer and make friends. All right. I want and you to make me... I want you to make me three checks. Ah! Already Torx is my friend. This is working. And you've conquered it. (laughs) Dong Dong says other proficiency. All right, I need you to make me three checks. Make me a charisma check. Why am I making three checks? This is crazy. Okay. (laughs) Because you're Uh, ridiculous. Okay. And I make that was a save, but whatever. Uh, Make me the same difference. Make (laughs) me a. It's the same difference. It's fine. Okay. Make me an intelligence check. Uh, I'll actually do the check. Uh, intelligence? This is awful. Yep. <laughs> 15, oh, wow. baby. Wow. And make me, make wow. me another charisma check. I'll actually do the check. Oh, Whoa. All right. Okay. So, um, like, every time you guys see Dong Dong over the next three weeks, he's got, he's got like, pseudo pod generated glasses on and he's like looking at a book and talking <laughs> to himself and like counting on his fingers for some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now he has you, six or seven fingers at a time, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't run out of fingers actually. I guess he yeah, can, I can like, have his, keep that's going. right. Yeah. As many fingers as I damn well want. He's got like 47 fingers, 47, <laughs> 48. All right. Um, that's a bit, um, you, uh, you learn to so from now on. If you try to read something in common, Dong Dong, you make an, a DC ten intelligence check, and if you succeed, you can read it. Okay. All right. A DC ten. I'm yeah. like, what she's, I'm a little confused. Is that like a? Is this a condition of your race? Like the? No, it's this is out of character. Thing. Okay, barbarian thing yeah. can't read. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So he's gonna fail most of the time, but he at least has a chance to read. No. <laughs> um, have a chance to read. This right. Sun Tzu is a genius. Wait, wait. If he fails the check, does he like think that he read it right? But it, like, he it's really something completely different. No, he just gets More mad. Than... He just gets mad and rolls around angrily on the on board the <laughs> ship for thirty minutes. <laughs> Sometimes he tears a page out. Yeah, but then I carefully paste it back in. Right, it's... but you also. You get proficiency in persuasion and intimidation from all, all the tips you learn. Nice. Wow. Isn't that handy? 
Persuasion and what else? Intimidation. If you have any charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. He's got a negative. Oh. He's got a negative to charisma, but now with his with proficiency, he'll actually have a, a bonus. Yeah. Two. A two bonus. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That's awesome. Feeling good cop and bad cop. Time well spent. <laughs> <laughs> Did I learn how to unhook her bra with just one pseudopod? No. You're you incredibly not. You chose the wrong for the path moment, for but that. Also. Very adept for the moment. I'm very yeah, confident every so, every so often. Happens. Every so often, Gargan Hill and uh, Miller Time come by and unhook her bra, and she gets really angry. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you learn some. You learn some tips about that too. About like because she intimidates the hell out of both of them. So that's good. Yeah. Mm. All right, time well spent. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> sure. All right. Um, and then let's see here. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do while you're on the ship for three weeks? Um, uh, if anybody has any crafting skills, you could probably craft something during this downtime. Yeah, I'm going to craft some uh, some brews for my for my new vampire mates and and everyone else on the crew. Yep, yep. I'm going to go for the monkey whacker mead. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You'll love it. Sure, mm. it's not the monkey spanker mead. No, no, it's very oh, much yeah, it like the mountain whacker. You may have had it before. No, uh, I've never had a monkey whacker before. Well, we're in the astral plane, so we could probably. I could. I think that we could get somewhere where we could have it potentially. But um, <laughs> what happens? Is, do we want it? <laughs> what happens in the astral plane stays in the astral plane. Literally. <laughs> Look, just don't ask what the secret ingredient is, and uh, smile, sip, and enjoy. <laughs> just smile like you know what's going on. It's monkey grease. So, have any of you guys watched the Harley Quinn series on HBO? Oh, I have. So, I what I was thinking about during that whole season, yeah. the whole discussion when Daniel was talking about what my guy was doing was like Clayface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was always imagining my plasma would be like Clayface. Going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Acting! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the part of a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so Clayface is awesome in that during that three weeks my, my plasma is very much Clayface yeah King Shark's really funny too I mean there's a lot of funny characters in that show mm-hmm. pretty much nice. everybody except Harley is fun in that show yeah hey lay off Katie Cuoco oh I'm god not, lay... I'm not, I'm not hating on the honor. actors just the character <laughs> they wrote have you seen the flight attendant she was really good in that. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. He looked really good in anything. No, you should watch The Flight Dude. It's actually a really good show. I think I watched one or two episodes and Lachey was like, meh. Mm. So, so she was wrong. I mean, wrong. I know why I was watching it. <laughs> I've only seen the first two or three episodes myself. Yeah. It seemed, it, seemed, it seemed fine. It was fine. Yeah. Well, who is the ship's flight attendant? Um, I think that's Flinch, right? The the yeah. vampires, the two unnamed vampires. Oh, they're not. No, they were named. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, just according to Dong Dong. Okay. They're vampire one and vampire two. 
But I've since learned in, in my studies with Topola that I should learn their names in order to more efficiently manipulate them. <laughs> That's right. In my memory banks, they're they're logged as Scary Vampire at one and Scary Vampire at two. Captain Garganhale is Scary Vampire at three. <laughs> oh no, I may have leaked a puddle of oil. That's all right. Okay, so uh, three weeks later, uh, Topola has everyone. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, come on to the the deck of the ship and watch as we enter Doom Space." Oh, that doesn't sound bad. I hear they have a really good soundtrack. Yeah, they do. It's most. It's a lot of bass. If you like that kind of thing, um, it's a bass. Hey kids, no. do you like to listen to Primus? Do you want to sit down in nine inch nails and between your eyelids? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So the silvery haze from the astral sea thins as the ship enters a system that appears to have no sun. The ship glides between colossal fragments of smoky gray crystal, remnants of an outer shell of fantastic proportions. As silent and lifeless as a graveyard, Doom Space gives new meaning to the phrase "dead of night." It takes three days of travel from there through the la- labyrinth of crystal shards, and you finally catch sight of a yawning black vortex limbed in dim light. I have no idea why I ate before I fell asleep, but this is the most messed up dream ever. <laughs> it's a black hole! The uh, the orrery black that you guys brought with you shows this that black vortex with two planets slowly spiraling around it. The system also has 12 moons, one close to the vortex, one orbiting each planet, and nine outer moonlets. Yeah. There, says Crex. He nudges you, uh, Mustarde. Yeah. Uh, point, he's pointing at the biggest one of the outer moons. The Arun, there. It's just seven days away. <laughs> With luck, that's where we'll find my old comrade Warwick Blastemoff. His yes. mission here is to create unity out of chaos, and knowing him, he's done a bang-up job. It's the one with two U's, right? Yes, two U's. We're yes, sure this is to... the one with two U's. Yeah, don't go to any of the other Aruns. They're all right. bad news. Um, all right, so if, if there was anything you wanted to share or talk about from your individual encounters, it's going to take seven days in Doom Space to, uh, to get there. So feel free. Was there anything you wanted to talk about or go over? I've... Would be curious to see what Torx learned. Yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll fill them in about the uh, the Imperial family, the infighting there, and how we need to find a Temple of Light or take Zadali to the Temple of Light so that she can perform a ritual to save our planet. Uh, I would assume that it will be guarded. So maybe this major war book can help us fight our way in. Mailer's taken to wearing an eye patch and is constantly going around stealing whatever small items he can from from people's uh, person or around them that they were to leave it lying around. Uh, as as a joke, I mean, he doesn't like taking it, but just to kind of rub it in their face a little bit, showing off his skills. Okay. I think I need to let the dog out. I'll be right back. 
Is that what they're I mean, calling? That's pretty much a, uh, Forever answering the question, who let the dog out? Now we know. For real, you guys are making fun of me for dad jokes? Not really. Or are we making fun it's of you for that? pretty much a uh, commonly accepted uh, practice. So. Yeah. Oh, man. I would try and show you guys this uh, Dark Eldar I'm working on, but my camera is terrible at showing detail on minis. Is it can... terrible? Is it terrible? It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you can kind of, I think you can kind of see that there's wings are different colors. Yeah, I like so, the highlights of the wings, though. It's different. Yeah. The, uh, nice, oh wow, no, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. The uh, the last three feathers on each each wing are actually white, and then the other ones, the all the lower ones are teal, and then it's like a dark gray. The rest, and then. You should so my, on the yeah, I actually did see that a little bit there before you put it down. It looks like so it my daughter got me back into reading. By the way, I stopped reading for like ever, and she started reading those Wings of Fire graphic novels. Yeah, you were talking about that. So I ordered the Wings of Fire books, mm-hmm. and I've been reading the hell out of them. <laughs> I mean, so... like they're written for like sixth graders, but <laughs> they're really good. They're they're, they're quite entertaining. Uh, I've already I'm on like book four, and I already bought, bought through book ten. So would you recommend oh, them? Because I like no. the lights, like not thinking. <laughs> he doesn't you know. recommend them. Okay. Because I'm like, I really, I just finished the Meeting Sextet series, right, from the 90s and Dragonlance, six books. So I just relo- now Meeting I've started. Sex ed? Sex sex meeting, ed. The Meeting Sextet is a prequel to the, um, to the main Chronicles. series of Dragonlance. So okay. now, I'm, now I'm reading the Chronicles again. I just started them like halfway through the first, like Dragons of Autumn, That's whatever. Cool. Yeah. I would I'm recommend it. To, uh, rereading all of that now. I would I recommend them, that, and, and, and this is why. Each book is is from a is from the perspective of a different dragon in the group of main group of dragons. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. So it doesn't bounce around like chapter to chapter like George R. R. Martin, but it does change from book to book, and and and, and the book focuses on issues that having to do with that particular dragon. Um, which which series is this, Matt? Wings of Fire. Wings of Fire. And it's in the Dragonlance setting. No, 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 no. no. Totally different thing. Wait. I don't think it's D and D. I thought it was. It, it's it's technically adult. No. Um, like my second grader reads the graphic novels, but you can't read the chapter books yet. Um, okay, how do we connect to Dragonlance then? Sixth and seventh grade level. Anyway, well, he was talking, talking about, about he was talking books. about reading again. And reading YA books, and I think anyway, uh, I think good. of the uh, Dragonlance books kind of as young adult literature, basically. Mm. All right, okay. I've been reading Jones the Sword back. of Shannara for the first time <laughs> recently. It's pretty good. It's been all right. Oh, the Song of Shannara, Sword Terry Brooks. Yeah, the Sword of Shannara is the first one, right? Yeah, I've read those, but it was I was a young adult when I read them. It's been forever, but I remember liking them a lot. I accidentally Someone, read one of those one time. Someone at work left the first, left Thanks a bunch of books like. sitting out for uh, you know. You could just take one and keep it if you wanted to, and that was one of them. And I was like, "Well, I've never read it. I'll take it and take a break yeah. from reading freaking uh, Wheel of Time because I've read eleven of those in a row." <laughs> yeah. All right, John's back. I am. Let out. All right. So, was there anything else? Um, you guys, you guys feel good about what you've talked about for uh, your for your plans? 
I'm guessing, Jesse, you told everybody about uh, Warwick Blastemoff and more help from him and his alliance he's building there? Yes. Okay. All right. So is that then the, the plan? Y'all are going to go and meet up with him and see what kind of help he can offer before you do anything else? I think it's a good place to start. Walking plants, right? Why not? I say talking plants, and I'm going to try to steal some ammo from Jesse's character with my tail. <laughs> I just rolled right. for it. Let's see here. You're going to try to steal from Jesse with your tail. Slot of hand, not tail. Yeah, because Hadozi can use their so... tail. Uh, do, 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 do. Hmm. So I'm learning about how to raise my own mealworms. Raise your own Raise what? your own what? Mealworms, because I have a leopard gecko and it's... I thought you said else. Okay, we're good. Uh, our leopard gecko refuses to eat them. Oh, man. My leopard gecko will eat mealworms all day long and then crickets, too. Really, he'll eat crickets, but he just does. He just stares at the mealworms and walks away. Ah, what a like bastard! You. Yeah. yeah, I got him some. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna have a special treat here. You know, he's gonna have some mealworms." Just start doing this. He was oh like, no, no, superworms! Superworms are the treat for leopard geckos. Your gecko has a, a texture issue or something. I don't uh, know. I think the gecko's like staring at your chicken on your plate. He's like, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. I mean, that, what a selfish bastard that, that won't eat the the mealworm. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe yeah, mine, mine will eat whatever I feed it. But anyway, I, 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 I need to start raising them. Keep buying. That's my point. Raising them. Mealworms. That sounds. You start raising mealworms. They're technically the the first part of uh, a, a kind of beetle. Anyway, sorry. You could say you could sell them. them. Ooh. that sounds like a lot of work. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's a lot of caregiving right there. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, seven days later, uh, you guys arrive um, on uh, Arun. Um, Topol agrees to uh, like bring the ship in low over the over the moon and let you guys drop off. Um, let's see. You can see flashes of light on the surface of Arun. Uh, from orbit, and as the ship descends towards the moon, you see a wasteland dotted with pillars of rock. Arcs of lightning leap from pillar to pillar. The ship heads toward a plateau that is 100 feet tall, a mile wide, and covered with jungle foliage. Knowing the ship can't safely land, Crux gives the order for the ship to hover just above the treetops. Then shouts. What does uh, Bogotet say? I don't know. Uh, Bogotet. Anyway, the, uh, he says, Mr. Flinch, drop the letter. He's just like back in uh, full uh, Commodore mode here. Flinch drops the ladder and uh, it goes 50 feet to the ground. The jungle below is alive with the sound of wildlife. Crux turns and looks at you guys, puts his uh, thumbs, hooks his thumbs under his belt and says, Who shall join me on the away team? <laughs> Everyone checks if they're wearing a red shirt. Red shirt. 
Right. I don't even wear shirts. There you go. Mission again. I say as I get in line to join him. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're going down to meet uh, Warwick Blastemoff to uh, see how he's doing with getting these plant people to be in his alliance against okay. the Xerixian elves. <clears throat> I'm guessing you're all going to go down with him. Oh, yeah. I'm headed that way. All right. He let's see. Flash of genius. There he is. All right. Um, you all come down climbing down the ladder. And uh who's gonna who's gonna be last down the ladder? Well when you ask it like that. <laughs> well, Nobody. I, I, just, I don't want to know your your entire order, I assume, like Dong Dong's gonna go first and you know. I'm gonna uh, then the dwarf, I'm gonna... then me, the torques. Then yeah, the I like client, to hang out on the. Squirrel. I like to hang out on the tallest thing, so I usually would go like after Dong Dong. Yeah, Rafe and I will provide cover from the back. All right, so probably torques will be the last one. All right, okay. So in that case, uh, torques as you're uh, just clambering down the last couple feet of the ladder, you hear a shot ring out. Oh! Uh, a few seconds later, uh, all of you see a uniformed gif. He bursts through the foliage with a musket in one hand and a look of panic on his face. Apologies in advance, he shouts as he makes his way to the rope ladder. Pellets of radiant light fly through the air, narrowly missing you as several starfish-like plant creatures creep out of the jungle and advance threateningly. Us or the gif? And they just—they're threateningly advancing towards. Just threateningly in general. In your direction, yeah. They just have—they have a threatening walk. Yeah. Right. Warwick, I presume. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say. They're just looking for a fight. Hold your fire. We are friends, Major Warwick. No, he's—he's—he like uh, runs right past all you guys and is like trying to shoo torques off of the ladder over here. So he did I move you guys over already? Yeah. All right. So here's blast him off. Um, and the plant creatures. I cowered off or scared off. Are streaming in after him. Can I be Pedro Pascal in this encounter? Um, <laughs> sure. Why not? But. Mandalorian or Last of Us version? I mean, look at what we're fighting. So you're saying Wonder Woman 2? Oh, terrible. Wonder, Woman's, <laughs> no. Wonder, Woman's, Wonder Woman spoiled a surprise cameo in Captain Shazam. Or uh, Pedro Pascal in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because apparently he was in that too. When Mom or, and Daddy, uh, they renamed the uh, episode. And then there's the uh, the Nicolas Cage the oh yeah <laughs> oh the talent <laughs> the whatever Cage's talent man. thing the crushing talent of Nicolas Cage or whatever it is yeah, uh, yeah. all right the crushing uh, weight everyone, of something enormous everyone talent that wants, yeah. everyone that wants to fight back against these plant creatures can roll initiative if you're not worried about it don't worry about it hold on I need <laughs> to get 
How do I get advantage on initiative? You know, guys, we're all just driven right now. So uh, if your character it's not really something to worry about. If your character has it, yeah, then it's already set up on the character master. So you just click okay. initiative. See, there you go. Uh, you rolled a one on the the first one and an eight on the second one, so you got the eight. See that? If you mouse over the ten dot fourteen. Oh, okay, cool. It does make that a lot simpler. All the right. new Hot Ones episode with Pedro Pascal is hilarious. Is it? Yes. We're wait, still waiting on initiative from uh, Alan. No. Nope. Uh, oh, I didn't have my character selected, but I can. Uh, shame. I didn't. I mean, wait, I meant. I meant I didn't roll initiative. Why, dude? I'm just gonna roll. Uh, I've gone through uh, hot sauce number six on last season's lineup. I mean, and so I rolled no an eleven. So just to have be you new, guys done the honest. Hot Ones challenge? Uh, I will six. never do that. It's stuck. I'm on number six. Why would I ever do that? I went all the way through, and I hated myself after. Well, yeah, when you get number eight, Brandon can do it. It's actually on the internet somewhere. Brandon Houston could do it without even. uh, It'd just be like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, he orders the he orders the level ten sauces and has them in his fridge. Like he eats. I feel like number eight. Like I don't feel anything. I feel like number eight, the bomb would hit him. This is the most exciting initiative uh, sequence I've ever seen. Yeah, we Are you guys it. seeing this? It's actually interspersed between uh, no, the bad guys. Wow. And you guys. Look at this. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some trade-offs. This is exciting. Like I, I wanna, I'm going to take a screenshot of this. This is amazing. going to be some battles. <laughs> this never got happens. Danny excited, I'm worried. Well, it's always you always roll initiative for all of the the monsters, and it's just, but it still ends up being all the PCs and all the monsters. Yeah, like taking turns. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it never is worth the crap. But this time, ooh, it's dynamic. Out. You're gonna have to be on your feet, Danny. I'm very excited. All right, <laughs> all right. I'm posting that on Discord so we can remember that that one time. <laughs> it does happen. That one time where it happened. John, isn't this the dream for real, though? As the DM? It truly is. It's like our game we did Sunday night. I rolled individually for all the different groups, and it was like all the players and then all the monsters. Mm-hmm. And that's how it usually goes. Yeah, almost always goes that way. All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you're all kind of standing there trying <laughs> to figure out what in the heck's happening. And uh, one of these creatures starts rolling back there they it seems like they climb to the trees and go on the ground at the same speed it's very weird it's like a spider climb but but what the crap kind of thing here all right so this first one comes over at brax uh yeah and it actually hold on before it comes to you it's this uh, tongue thing. It's like this head pops out of the center part of the starfish. And what you can only describe as a tongue, and you hope it's a tongue, honestly, shoots out at you, and you need to make a uh, dexterity saving throw, Brax. Oh, of course. That's a dwarf to do dexterity. You got it. You got it, Brax. Hey, a dwarf can be dexterous. Um, Sure. Can I help him? What's no. here? I can. 
Okay, you have. It is DC 12. Boom. Look at you. 50. You don't need no help. It's probably not enough, but still. No, it was only DC 12. So you got it. Hey! All right. I just nimbly uh, step aside. Blatant. Like, like a dwarven cartwheel. <laughs> Which is just falling down. If I ever saw a dwarf do a cartwheel, I'm going to shit my pants. But. Alright, so it'll be here, epic and this memorable is what forever. This, thing, this is what this thing looks like. Holy smokes. That's not nice. It looks like a Saroth. Or whatever it is. Uh, Lost yeah. handmaidens. Yes. It is. Not really. It is yeah, I don't know what that was. It I've... does look like something from Cthulhu. It's like so the Cthulhu's not, entity or something. I've not seen anything like that before. It's vaguely the sexual misses in you. an uncomfortable way. Um, it, uh, it charges it in. It just looks like it hurts, regardless. <laughs> two of its five... You don't want that uh, in your colon. Uh, <laughs> no. no. Two oh, of its five hydras. limbs attack you. A 14 and a 17 to hit. I think those both miss, right? Parasites. Ouch. Do those both miss you, uh, Brax? 17 yes. miss. Oh. Yeah, all right. Especially right. with my repulsor shield. And then there's another one in the back that looks slightly different. Uh, this one looks like this. It's got more of a purplish hue to it. Uh, oh, it looks kind of sad. Man, yeah, I was going to say, is it frowning or is that just... <laughs> Does yeah. anyone else see the frowny face? <laughs> uh, yeah, I see it. It's like, what am I doing here? I have no idea. It's funny. Somebody help. <laughs> I think he's forced uh, to be here. Uh, but if you help, you die. All right. It moves down to here, and it, its tongue thing lashes out at Dong Dong. Hmm. Dong Dong, you need to make a dexterity save. Actually get... Hold on. Don't be lashing out at Dong Dong with your tongue. Lash. Uh, lash. Actually, danger sense. I mean, Matt really just brought the spawn. So I have advantage on dexterity saving throws. All right. So, so it looks it's, like it's a DC 12. And... 16. All right, you save. So uh, it's this green tongue thing lashes out at you and misses. Ugh. And it makes the sad face everyone saw. And uh, two more of those little mouth nodules on its neck stem open up and shoot these pell glowing pellets at you. Oh. Do I get saving throw yeah. against that? Uh, nope. A 19 to hit yeah. on the first one. Uh-huh. Takes six radiant damage as it hits your plasmoidal form. You know, radiation a, pellets. I'm not raging, hit. but still. The, come on. A, a critical hit on the second one for 17 radiant damage. Okay. As it blasts into your body. I like those pellets. Torques. Yeah, I like these pellets. I don't like them. Oh. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> this at all. That's like, dang, dude. dude. Harsh. I see it attack my friend, and uh, I step down to the south to get a clear line of sight. Uh, Rafe pops up on my shoulder. And uh, let's see. 
I'm going this, to... This one also chatters something out. It's some sort of weird noise, and you see all the other ones look at it and, and make like sort of dancing movements. It's weird. Mm, that one dies Build first. that one first. Kill them all. <laughs> Dong Dong and I are on the same page. Well, um, the little uh, the little targeting uh, lasers pop up on my shoulders, oh. and I paint uh, these four guys with... Um, with targeting lasers. Uh, oops. Dancing lights. Doing uh No, this is fairy fire. Fairy fire. Okay. Which four? Um these four. Okay, it's twenty by twenty. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna start I'm gonna go, you know, north to south, left to right. It's a dexterity save. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do. All right. What's well? It looks like two saves, two fails, and two successes to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right, the bottom one fails. Nope. He passed. He passed. I thought uh, we're going north, south, left, right. So I thought the the ones to the left were all. First. See, it says Animal. priest for the one on the bottom. Yeah. And oops. This guy is. Some are pretty yeah, okay, gotcha. light things on the ones that are very fired. There you go. All right, and then I guess I will target the main. Rafe will target the guy and fire off a force blast at him. Which one? The 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 priest. Okay. A fourteen. A fourteen hits him. Oh, uh, and pushes him five feet away as well. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, he takes nine force damage. He gets pushed back five feet. Okay. Anything else for Torx? Nope. That's it. Okay. Um, one of these very fired critters. Uh, skitters over here and attacks uh, hold on uh, it's hard to remember that they have these tongue things alright he's going to uh, try and tongue <laughs> Miller time he's make a dexterity save mm. Man, come on. Miller time yeah. what do you want to tongue me alright Dexterity save. Yeah, these things throw. are all about the tongue action. Mm-hmm. You succeed. So you... All right. So then he comes, runs forward, and tries to uh, slap you with his uh, strange spiked limbs. A fourteen and a twenty-two to hit. Is it the twenty-two? It barely hits. That's five bludgeoning damage from that. And then it's your turn. Okay. So I'm going to do a run. I'm going to just like jump on top of Dong Dong, move up him, and then leap off of Dong Dong to get behind this guy. All right. You're going to take an opportunity attack for this guy that's next to you. Is that cool? All right. Yeah, bring it. 
right? He slaps at you with a branch and that he, he like sprains his uh, appendage trying to do it because he rolls a one. Can I like smack him in the face with my tail as I've, as I sure. go yeah. over him? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I'm going to try to wail on this priest guy with my, uh, you know, I'm going to do a, a double hit with my staff and then we'll start with that. All right. Dev. Do I? Oh, yeah. So 25 for 9. Yeah, 25 hits. All right. <laughs> and then uh, 12 for 5. All right. All right. That's not going to hit. Not going to hit. Okay, so then I'll do my... I'll just spend a key point. Flurry of blows it. 27 for 11. All right, that's going right. to hit. A critical crit. hit will hit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and... Um, and 13 for 6. At that point. And a 13 will miss. Okay. But he's bloodied. He's, uh, you beat him up pretty good. I mean, as far as strange starfish-looking plant creatures go, you think it's pretty beat up? It's kind of hard to tell, honestly. It was in weird shape to begin with. I th- All right. Anything else for Miller? Out there. Okay. I think I'll just hang out there and, and, and be beside him. All right. Um, let's see. Dong, da, dong, dong. All right, uh, Brax, you need to make a, another dexterity save as a tongue whips out at you. Okay. From uh, from this guy over here. I'm impressed with how long their tongues are. A 12, you succeed. All right, so uh, this guy just has to come over here and help his priest guy. <laughs> and uh, he... Impressively long tongues you got there. Yeah. He's going to slap at you with these branches, Meller. A 12 and a 13. That's probably both miss. Lap of the branch. Dodging the branch. <laughs> Bring it uh, on. Actually, actually that was a thing. 14 and a 15, but that still misses. Dong dong. There's a, there's hot tongue action and slapping branches everywhere. And it sounds like there's like a humpback whale noises too from somewhere. I'm not sure what that that's, was. That's the dog he's wanting me to play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, he has this little Kong thing that he wants me to throw 24 7. Yeah. So, uh, as they say, I would like to rage. And so I do. Time to rage. And so I uh, sprout a tail. And now that I have this new ability, uh, Instinctive Pounce, as part of my bonus action, you can take a. you take the inner rage, you can move up to half your speed. Oh, nice. So that's the 20 feet over to the other side of the, uh, the, uh, I don't know, the event, the, uh, the flanking conga. Okay. All right. You're going to take a, you're going to take an opportunity attack. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Just, everybody just ignores this poor guy. All right, well, he's gonna make you pay no, for I'm it. I'm not ignoring him. I knew it <laughs> He's like, why? Why are you not paying attention to me? Six to hit. <laughs> like, oh, okay. 
guess that's why. <laughs> so, uh, so it should be flanking. Enraged. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm gonna attack him with my great axe. Sixteen to hit. That's an eleven, right? Or are you uh, are you reckless attacking? I have advantage. Why do you have advantage? I'm on the other side for Miller time. No, that gives you plus two to hit. That's, that's hey. what flanking is. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, flanking. Sorry, that is flanking. It's not advantage. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. So you got an 11 to hit. That's going to miss. Uh, I can do the... You can do what? The reckless attack. <laughs> you have to declare that beforehand, brother. Uh, it says you can decide to attack recklessly. It didn't say before. I know. Before you roll the attack. Yeah. Ah, uh, all right. All right. Second attack, then. Yeah, we dealt with this Sunday. Wait, is the, the second, second one, one reckless? You can do the second one reckless if you want to. Yeah, sure. What the hell? Right. I mean, you have to say, I'm attacking recklessly until I say otherwise. I'm Fair going to attack recklessly ra- rage to right now. Doing it. Okay. Do it. Clicky, clicky. 18, 18 hits. 15. For 15 damage, you, uh... Yeah. What are you... Oh, you're using the Great Axe? That Great Axe just slices... A giant gash to this thing. Green chlorophyll <laughs> ooze just shoots straight all over your plasmoidic body. Uh, his, he, shudders. he shudders and barely stays upright because he's not standing. I don't know where, you know, <laughs> whatever it is he does. We really don't need to be locked in a room in the apocalypse with Don Dong. Mm-hmm. He's going to absorb, absorb us. So. Right. All right, anything else for Double D? Yeah, Double D's good. All right. All right, next, another one of these Warriors. Uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20. It's going to go to here. All right. Um, Commodore, I mean, Colonel Mustard, I need you to make a dexterity save. It's where the tongues comes at you. A nine, that's a failure. Can I, I can use my flash of genius to try and help him? You can if you want to, yeah. All right. So I use one of those and it just adds four four to that roll. So that makes that it makes, a 13. That makes it a success. All right. So it, it grabs a hold of him for a second, and for some somehow you're like, watch out, friend. Or what, what happens? Do you, you have a... Uh, I guess uh, like I paint like a, a targeting hologram in front of him, and, and it demonstrates to him that he should duck left. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so he follows the instructions. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, um, angered by you doing that, this thing shoots two pellets, you torques. No, oh, no. Pellets. Oh, a critical hit for 18. Ooh, That's going to hit. And, and a 12. Probably miss. 
Pellets sounds so innocuous. How much uh, does shield add? It uh, adds that's, five. It's not going to make a difference against a critical hit, though. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so yeah, the first one hits uh, for 18. Dang it, Bobby. It was hmm. a palpable hit. It was. Uh, does absorb elements work on, on radiant? radiant? Well, I don't think so. I think it's like... Lightning, Acid, cold, fire, fire lightning, or thunder. So, yeah. yep. Nope, I just gotta take it. Take it on the chin. All right, that's it for him. Then it's Colonel Mustarde's turn. It's time to start laying down the fire. These these uh, things thought they were having a good time until Colonel Mustarde pulls out his gun. Helps if, uh, the mute is off of my mic there. Sorry. Dad joke theme. Put some mustard <laughs> on it. Is your mic turned on? Hey, your camera's off. <laughs> oh, time to join the fray, old chaps. And I will fire a shot at our little purple friend down here. Um, All right, the priest. Yep. Can we just kill him already? Or 26 off. for 10. Yeah. And he, you just like pop, you shoot him, and the little head disc thing at the top just goes flying off into the distance, into the woods. <laughs> All right. He's dead. A frisbee. <laughs> yeah. See? Come on, Major. And then um, I guess I'll fire the fairy fire one. There's one that's got fairy fire on it, yeah? Right here in front of you, yeah. Yeah. Since it's like 10 feet away. I'll I'll line up on him and sixteen for seventeen. A sixteen will hit, and uh, seventeen is a lot. I'm just gonna say. All right, yeah, you uh, punch a hole straight through him. He's not quite bloodied, but that that hurt him a lot. Anything else for you? Um. I'll use my uh, bonus action to go ahead and I should have done it beforehand and Hunter's Mark, the one I just shot. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't. Yeah, I um, should have. My fault. All right. Is that it? Yeah, it's uh, my two attacks. All right. Uh, another one of these warriors. Things is going to. He's going to uh, lash his tongue out at the Commodore. Let's see. We'll need to make a dexterity save. And he's going to fail it. So. He uh, pulls him 25 feet. 5, 10, 15, gets to him. And he is grappled by the tongue. The tongue just wraps around him. Mm. And has him grappled. Uh, let's see. Here we go. 
right, he's tongue grappled, and then the thing starts just wailing on him. It looks like it misses both times, though. Well, no, it hits. 13 and 13 both hit him for 20 total damage. All right, so this thing is just beating up the Commodore. Um, Brax, things are happening. There's one of these starfish guys right in front of your face. What would you like to do? Besides chew on something. Hey, Brax, are you there? Brandon. Do you believe Brandon? It was a long time until his turn got here. He's still on here. I'm going to uh, bet a dollar that he's falling asleep. Anybody? Anybody want to take that money? All right. <laughs> Whole dollar. You're rolling big. We'll let him. Uh, we'll let him think about it. It's, uh, one of you guys try to call him or something while while we move on to the ne next. All right, uh, I'll text him. Critter. All right. All right. Uh, this one up here this one up is. Here is. Ooh, I heard myself. Heard... It's me. My mic's dropping in and out. Ah. All right, this one is going to fire his tongue at uh, Miller. Miller time. Okay. So it's just a DC 12 deck save. All right, so this is a deck save. I've got a thing for that. Evasion. I have this instinctive agility that lets me dodge out of the way of certain effects. When you are subject to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, you instead take uh, no damage. Is yeah, that... that's that's different than this. That's different. Okay. Uh, let me make the save then. <clears throat> Twenty. We're fine. Is that a melee attack? Since no, he's using his tongue. Okay, it's a range attack. Hey Jesse, what you playing on your console there, buddy? Um, not Hogwarts. <laughs> I already beat that game. Yeah, I, I bought Hogwarts like a week or so ago. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I've already. No, it's it. a it's a lot of fun, and even um, Taylor played it with me all weekend. Cool. All right, so this one is coming down here, and he's firing pellets at you, Colonel Mustarde. Oh no. A nineteen and a nine. Alright. So for nine and eight respectively. The nineteen will hit. So take nine radiant damage. And it is a new round. Um Commodore Crux and uh I think I got skipped. Blast him off finally uh no you don't think I got That was still the first round, Alan. That was the first round, yeah. Oh God! Okay. There's a lot of plant creatures. There's a lot of. Has uh, Brandon received John? No, he's not. I've texted him twice. So... <laughs> Let me just drop a fireball. We can absorb some of that. Should try calling him because the phone sound of the phone ringing might wake him up. 
All right. Uh, new round. Uh, this one up here is going to attack Brax since he's there. Um, 1d6. Oh, it's uh, tongue recharges. It's going to. Uh, and it's just going to attack him twice. A failure and a success for 11. I'll just take that off for him. Voice oh, you got voicemail. I hear it. <laughs> the priest is dead. Oops, sorry, Torx. I'll try, I'll try to skip you there. It's your turn. Okay. Um, Rafe and I step up here. And I point my fizzle stick over here. And I launch a little grenade out of it. Right there. And uh, Dong Dong, you're going to take uh, a little bit of a hit on this. But but you're a big boy. You can handle it. So it should hit those three plus Dong Dong. I'm going to cast Shatter. It's a hat. What's, what kind of radius is it? Input radius. So it'll hit Dong Dong, but it should hit all three of those guys. If you put it right here, wouldn't it hit them without hitting him? Oh, it would hit Brax then. So yeah, it would hit Brax, and I think Dong Dong can absorb it the best, although I rolled terrible damage on it. So, this, uh, Is that firearm damage count? Arcane firearm mm -hmm. damage? Yeah, it does. 12, okay. All right, so con saves for everybody, including Dong Dong. It's thunder damage, Dong Dong, so you take... You don't get to take... Uh, whatchamacallit. Nice you only take five. Save. Yeah, you made your save, so you only take five. All right, and these three warriors... Do, do, do. I'll fail. <laughs> so I'll... Yeah, I'll take 12. Um, and the makes this one right here that's already been shot by Colonel Mustard. That one is uh, bloodied now. Okay. But the others are okay? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time they had taken any damage. And then uh, Rafe is going to take aim at the fairy-fired one over here fighting Miller Time. Okay, way over here in the back. In the back. So he, he shoots a little yeah, fork blast up over Miller Time's head. Miller Time ducks. <laughs> I rolled a one. You get Good thing he ducks. Well, he has advantage, <laughs> so you can roll. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll just roll it again. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> yeah, still a mess. With a plus seven. Sheesh. All uh, right. That was pretty good. Yeah. All righty. Uh, All right. I'm done. I, okay. I skipped Colonel Mustard. So, not Colonel Mustard. I'm sorry. I skipped Commodore Crux. So, he is going to try and free himself from the tongue because that's pretty gross. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. What kind of save is that? All right. It's DC 12. 
But he rolls a one. Alright, he's still stuck, but he can grapple by this time. Um, and then this one right here that's marked and bloodied is going to charge in on Colonel Mustarde and try and attack him. Attack him. Bayonet! A one and an eleven. Both are going to miss. And it's Miller time. It's Miller time! Miller time is focusing his energies on this this guy. Gonna move right around next like, to him? Yeah, the guy right next to him, you know? The and, one and, dancing um, in fairy fire? Yes, that one. Um, I'm trying to. I'm looking for a button to click for advantage so that it automatically rolls, rolls two. But I guess I can just roll twice. There, uh, no, there is a button. Um, it is there. It is the up top, top of your normal. Sheet. Yep. Okay. Advantage is on now, and um, yeah, I just kind of want to just like smack him. I'm trying to knock his knock his head off, baseball swing style. Baseball swing. And uh, that's 11 for 5. And I'll try it again. 24 for 6. Bend a key point. 27 for 15. And... Yeah, that critical hit, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's twice. That's twice. I've critted twice tonight, and then I'm gonna. Uh, I guess he's still standing. He is. Yeah. So now I'm gonna spin around. But he has bloodied. And try to like slide underneath his uh, little star-faced shaped body. You know, that's mm-hmm. and smack him on my way back as I go end up on the other side of him to allow for. Someone to easily move in for advantage. Twenty-five for nine on that. Five for nine on that. Man, yeah, you beat this guy up. All right. Um, I guess I'm that's done. it. Done. Yep. All right, it's his All turn. Right, it's his he, turn. Just, he just—he's uh, uh, in just a uh, death rattle rage almost. He's just swinging his branches at your face. A 17 to hit, and an 8 to hit. Wait, hold on, hold wait, on, wait, 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 wait. I'm used to have, playing that Paladin. 17 does does hit me. Alright, so you take um, 7 bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use my ability to my Hadozi Resilience. Basically, I roll a d6 and subtract that plus my uh, proficiency bonus. From the damage. So, one plus, so four. I'll subtract four, so I'll take three. Okay. Dong, dong. There's lots of yummy targets all over the place here. Uh, dong, dong's going to move over to this target here. All right, you have advantage and flanking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vanch as well? Yeah, he's, he's very fired. Very fired, oh. yep. Okay, excellent. Swing that great axe. Yep, there there you go. Get that crit. He's dead. 
He's dead. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. He Ma- Mallard just basks in the spray of blood. Oh, gosh. That, uh, that washes back over to here. Take away the advantage. All right, what's your, what's your movement? I think you can probably make 40, it there, but that's, Okay, well, that's 40 feet total. All right, perfect. All right, and, so you have advantage uh, in flanking on this guy. All right, and swing that second swing. Um, 27 for 18 damage. Kills this one. Dong, dong, going yeah. ham. Uh, that's 30 damage so far this turn. Anything else for Big DD? <laughs> DD is cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, this guy over here. Let's see. Um, he uh, makes some guttural ululation hey, the... and charges over at Dong Dong. That's a four dollar word. Could you give one of us control of Brax? Uh, we'll the... see. Yeah, okay. Let's see. I've also tried calling and, and had no response. So. I've texted wish, him three times and called him twice. I just wish his camera was on so we could see him like sleeping like we did that other time. He, like, <laughs> that one time, yeah, he was asleep for like half an hour on there. Was he up for a long time or something? I don't I don't remember, but he, but it was like we were recording uh, and like we were recording live on YouTube and all, you just saw him asleep on the video for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, has, he has apnea, yeah. Okay. And so, okay. in the evenings, like a lot of times, he just passes out. Got it. Yep. All right, dong dong. That's a seventeen to hit for seven, and a twenty to hit for five. So, all right, with a seventeen, uh, let me roll hit. that d eight. See if I can avoid that. Okay. And I do. Okay. But the second one I'm going to take, how much is that? Five, so you're going to take two. All right, done. All right, then it is uh, Blastomoth's turn. He says, Oh, Commodore, you have a live group here. We're no amateurs. We don't run. He's going to fire his musket twice at... Unless we need to. This guy right here, I guess. The one right in front of him. Um, a 22 for 10 hits. And the other one misses. All right. Then it's Colonel Mustarde's turn. All right. I'll uh, Maybe move my hunter's mark. Some of these guys who are next to me. Move my hunter's mark to this one. Oh, you bastard. The, the northernmost of the four remaining. Yes. That's got uh, Commodore Crooks um, grappled. Okay, yeah. yeah. I see how it is. Colonel Bestarde. <clears throat> You're fine. Raging did ball you, of goo. Did you, you, you just sliced down two of these things. Did you say Colonel Bastarde? Yeah. Colonel Bastarde. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raging also, bull. Raging bull of goo. 
Also, since he's pissed me off, I'll check him as my favorite foe. Okay. Wait, Dong Dong is your favorite foe? Don't do that. Come on. This guy. And it's oh, a crit. A crit. He's. I think he's dead. So, uh, 22 plus 15, 37. Uh, you know what? He's got one hit point left, but I'm just going to say he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> With a critical hit? Yeah. <laughs> he just lays down and dies. Yeah, that was. So I shoot a side eye at Dong Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. I'll take my second shot at. Which one has he hit? Has he hit either of them? Both of them. Uh, this one is bloodied. Okay, I'll shoot. I'll shoot at the bloodied one then. Four second crit. crap! (laughs) Dude, (laughs) eyes are hot tonight. Rolled a one on a d12 for the crit damage, but you know, hey. Yeah, you just dropped two of them, so there you go. Uh, Don't knock and stop uh, complaining. Stop your whining, lad. (laughs) I appreciate it if. If it lasts another round, if you would just turn off your auto crit macro, that'd be great. Oh yeah, I got you. Appreciate it. I got you. Stop rolling yeah. with that all twenties die. Right. Have that right. in front of me. That's right. Yeah, I've always got mine over here too. Mailing one. All right. Uh, anything else for Colonel Mustardo? You're just going to dance around and like uh, moonwalk off, the, or. Just you know, just kind of, kind of, kind of flex. Like I don't know if y'all saw that. Right I don't care about the, the dollar bet on Brandon, but I'd pay a dollar to watch a hippo moonwalk. <laughs> oh, I got mad skills. You know, I'm you very know, Torx, dexterous for a hippo. Torx is just like obviously that's because of the targeting system I installed on the head. Obviously, mm. yeah, just not the uh, years and years of experience. It's like just a red. Dot I didn't know on I was steroids. Getting, I didn't know I got. Plus one to the natural roll to make it, you know, twenties. Right. Yeah, starfish heads just popping off everywhere. Yeah. All right. Um, Need you to do that improved that. crit improvement on my gun. That'd be nice. Brax, is that even a thing anymore? Where you can change the crit ranges? It is. Yeah. Uh, one of the fighters. Can someone get control of Brax? He's just going to swing his warhammer. I think barbarians can do it too. This the improved thing. crit thing. Yeah, the improved crit thing is he money. Misses. All right. Uh, Imagine if you had that on your claws. This one is going to attack Dong Dong. Branchy, branchy. Uh, 23 is probably going to hit. Yeah, even with my reaction. Hold on. You can't use a reaction again. Yeah, no, that's right. You take three damage. Commodore, now that he's freed up, um, he is going to uh, apply his longsword to uh, this one that's next to him. Commodore has a longsword? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hits twice with it, actually. Wow. Probably more like an officer's saber. Well, he does. He yeah, throws bayonet. 18 damage down on this thing with it. Brax could have at least moved to here. Um, he's kind of glazed over right now. <laughs> he's asleep on his feet, you might say. <laughs> All right. Uh, this warrior Poor uh, puppy. here is just going to uh, 
attack Brax twice. Can the puppy play Brax's character? He really wants to play. <laughs> Two misses. All right. Torx. All right. Two of these things left. Yeah, Rafe and I step up here and take aim at the one targeting uh, the Commodore and Brax. All right. I'll uh, target. Uh, I'm going to shoot a firebolt out of my fizzle stick at him. At the Commodore? <laughs> no. <laughs> a 23 yeah. for 10. That hits. He's bloodied now. All right. And uh, Rafe adds a little force damage to that. A 20 <laughs> for 10. <laughs> that kills it. Just boof, like boof. Uh, just like like flops away ten or fifteen feet into the yeah. into the foliage. All right. I pat Rafe on the head. Good job, buddy. Miller time. Things are very different than the last time you did anything. Yeah, they are. The thing well, the tide is really turned here. I'm gonna go over here, get my advantage going. Um and very confidently take a swing at this guy. Feeling like, yeah. Should probably think about running, buddy. Hey. So, 26 for 9. 26 for 9, yes. He's bloodied now. Bloodied now. 19 for 8. Also hits. And then, you know, I'm just going to just uh, sit tight with that, stay where I stand my ground, looking for okay. advantage. Okay. All right. Uh, dong Dong. Finish him, Dong Dong. Finish him. Yeah, I'm just going to stay where I'm at and attack him with my... So I got advantage, blanking, nope. and rage, right? You have flanking and rage. No advantage. No advantage. Okay. I don't know. It's not. It's not. I know. It's not uh, yeah, it's up at the fairy fire. 17. 17 for 11 will kill him, though. Nice. Oh. You can Blood backing. Use... Is there anything you left to kill? Your... No, you can use your extra, your extra attack to do some kind of weird uh, plasmoid dance if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Join me in the moon dance. It's the best of dances. You guys are on a moon. Why not do a moonwalk? Right? I, I do. Uh, can we all just start with, doing... with, with millions of little plasmoid legs, I do the moon dance. It's like a oh. moon dance that no one has ever seen before and they cannot replicate. Oh. Unless they're a plasmoid. Often <laughs> imitated. Unless they're a plasmoid, which you're well, fucking not. Or centipede. <laughs> Mailer time tries to replicate it, and when he can't, he gets frustrated and just starts screeching monkey sounds and jumping up and down. He flings his poo right in Warwick the dong says, dong's Warwick walks over and uh, claps you on the shoulder, Colonel Mustardi. Great shooting, my friend. Ah, it was nothing. These plants posed little threat. That guy looks old. I'm glad yeah. you fellows. <laughs> sure was running fast though. Let's see if I have a. I do have a handout for old Warwick. Here he is. There he is. He says, "Well, I'm glad you fellows showed up when you did." Uh, 
negotiations got a bit aggressive and heated with the uh, plant folk. No worries. No worries, Willow. I mean, Rick. Did you give them fertilizer? He looks around. He looks around like he looks confused. And I said, did did you guys feel that? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, suddenly the earth heaves as two massive armored creatures burst from the ground and he shouts, bullets! Oh, God, no, not fucking bullets. (laughs) <laughs> not fucking uh, bullets. No, those yeah. things are all right. Are and bad. we will we will end the session there as two bullets burst forth from the ground. Uh, God, right bullets at your are, feet. are awful. Yeah, they're yeah. really, really, really awful. They're bad, and there's two of them there. I don't I know what like they are. are. Uh, they have them just flanking just tone brew, tone bellow. They're real bad. They're real bad. They like scoop you up. They're like metal sharks, like metal land shark. Mm-hmm. Sharks are our specialty. That's true. You guys already fought space sharks. Why not land sharks? Yeah, why not some metal land sharks? But, but we'll end there. That's actually the end of the chapter. Ha ha. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, Come on now. Cliffhanger, nope. bitches. <laughs> Book is closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, are we all moonwalking when they uh, just yes. like, yeah, you're all, the you're all doing You're like, oh, yeah, we're the best. Uh huh, we're the best. Oh, sh- sh- bullets. Okay. Hey, want to team up and help us defeat the astrolabes? Maybe it was all the tiny feet sliding at once that made them think there was a lot of food yeah. up here. Good job there, Dong Dong. Yeah, well, thanks, Dong Dong. Be... Never did, been done before. As one of them chomps on you and you ooze out of both sides of its mouth. <laughs> yeah. He I'm just keeps smacking. He's like, what's happening? I'm going to this digestive system and start attacking. <laughs> Can I go full Drax on him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so we'll stop there. The, the cliff is hanging in that direction. And uh, we'll pick it up there next time. All right. Maybe, maybe Brandon will be awake for his turn. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. We it's might possible. need some healing on this next fight. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is our like Twilight cleric. Yeah. 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 He does nothing but hand out temporary hit points, too. Just, like, tons of them, which uh-huh. is and, useful. And wait, those. how many times has he done that? Oh, yeah, that's, like, none. Zero. Zero. Zero times. <laughs> Fucking our, our healers do not heal. <laughs> hey, what time of day? What time? Hey, what's what my time role again? <laughs> I heal every now and then. Come on, I mean, okay, No, no, artificer. we're not blaming you. We're not blaming you. It's not, yeah, your, your organic restoration with the, like, you know, pokes in the butt are, are good. But, uh... <laughs> no. Yeah, organic the, it, mending. It's always yeah. Twilight, and this motherfucker has given us zero ten pit points. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Twilight right now? Because he could fly. It's it's space, Alan. It's always goddamn Twilight. Oh, yeah, there's sure. there's actually no no working sun in Doom Space, so it's basically always Twilight. That is true. So he can fly. Yeah. He can do all kinds of stuff constantly right now. What the hell, dude? I hope, I mean, I hope it was worth it. He's his character his thinks he's asleep. He's just he's just role playing really well, guys. 
That's true. His character does think he's asleep. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, maybe if I just shut my eyes, I'll wake up and it'll all go away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right, well, let's oh, all get boy. off of here and hope that he wakes up in three hours very confused. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig.